have a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk. The last time we had a very, very insightful conversation with Daniel from Crocs. It was very insightful and um, it was quite lengthy. So here is the concluding part. Enjoy. And this is Memoir of a Ninja Girl. My name is Helen. What was um, Ayo's um, random? Daya is here. What was Ayo's? Um, I, I, we have a friend yeah. who works on TikTok. For real? So, yeah. Oh. So what he said, when Dayo asked him, what's on your mind right now? I said, why, 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 why is Trump doing this? Yeah, 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 because, I <laughs> mean. Like, why is Trump doing this? So, if you want to go on TikTok, you think you would, you have your own audience. Right? Audience. We, we basically going to create them. Because if you look mm. at the demographic of people that are actually on, on TikTok. Yeah. Are basically demographic of people we are looking for. you're looking forward to actually servicing you feel snapchat 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 is dead <clears throat> moving I on mean, everybody knows snapchat <laughs> <is dead. laughs> i mean like basically people just go there to edit pictures to post on instagram Definitely. i mean i, do I know you do that just, <laughs> just to get this pimples yeah yeah, yeah. but it's not but entirely, it's not obvious I, I, I can't say anything. I can't see any. I don't have any. I can't see any. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> so you have constantly spoken about wanting to be the Zara of Africa. Yeah. How is it working out? Are you still headed that way? Yes. Yes. But the difference, the, the difference, it's more so. I like the, I like the Zara business model. Right. You know. The whole indie text and them having their own manufacturing and mm. you know the whole Zara model, the retail, you know the indie text manufacturing and Zara retail. I like the business model, but entirely, you know, looking at the way the African market is structured, like I, I was talking about diversifying and being able to create new product fast as possible. Right now, you know the companies that we're looking for to actually, you know building to their level of I like ASOS. I like ASOS. I like I like the uh, way the, yeah I like the way they they are more connected to to inclusion. Mm. What, what what that means that ASOS is more inclusive. That they you know they have different people of different, you know I don't know how to put it. It's just they have more diversity in does that mean they are focused on their own um people their own audience they, they appeal to the audience that we're entirely trying to and they do it well you know it's also very relatable oh you feel very simple as well very simple and they kind of have the kind of business model that we entirely the Zara of africa you know conversation came up initially when i was less educated about some things you mm. feel but right now looking at our business and looking at like companies that entirely that you know like we can learn a lot from from I think, I think right now ASOS, ASOS, ASOS has a vibe. ASOS has a vibe. ASOS, so has ASOS the, is just like Crocs um, role model. Should we put it like role that? Role model. Uh, 
I think I have, yeah, the role model, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, I think I have an issue with the role, role model system. I'm trying to get ahead of it, but I'm lo- like, we're learning, learning a lot. Yeah, we're learning from, from, from And a whole lot of couple of other brands too. You like, know? like, um, I like, the, I like, I like the social, um, social, social influence and marketing that, um, what's in the name? Fashion Nova is done. Oh, yeah. It's so smart. Right. It's so smart. Right. It's so smart. There's a lot to learn there. Right. There's a lot to learn there. And again, it's like, how many brands are you, you know, really doing that in? There's a whole lot more growth potential in African things to tap in. I don't think everybody's actually experimenting a lot, but I like the whole, you know, um, influencer marketing that fashion of a did. Like, the whole idea is to, you know, learn from as much, you know, brands or people as much as you can learn and add to what you already know to actually build it better. So you, you don't have any African brands that you like because Fashion Nova is not African, Hisos is not African. I mean, how many fashion brands in Nigeria have actually really done it? Well... Like who... I mean, there is no, like, bespoke. Like, we won't talk about real success, though. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, companies that have actually really built... How many household names of fashion do we entirely do have that's not bespoke or high end? Right. You feel like how how many fashion brands are servicing me and you? Mm. You know we are not entirely super rich or anything like that. You know services demographic that we entirely that you don't have to break a bank so, for. Yeah. You yeah. feel the only people trying to meet that is and they're not entirely into fashion. Maybe Jumia. And I mean, mm. sometimes you know what happens when you're shopping. Your stuff's are, your stuff's are also. Into, oh, what, no, what, what, no what happens? I mean, you, you want to give me some tea? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, Jimmy is cool. Jimmy yeah. is cool, but in the sense of like we're in a different phase, we're trying to build our own community and stuff like that. So we're not entirely livid or too excited the way we used to be to be like on front page and I, I still used to be like big ass news yeah. like on front page and but right now like we've done that and we think we're in a di- you know we're in a different phase in, in our company mm-hmm. right now yeah, entirely trying to build our, our own brand and you know Jimmy will be a distribution company distribution outlet you know they are good at that but yeah good. so um, you want to have some of that more drink more. Uh, so what's your choice my choice yeah, yeah I want to do that, good, like, do that. okay cool I'm not drinking anything. That works. You don't drink anything? No, Alright, cool. All right. I don't want to get my high stirred. Alright, cool. Alright. So, our financial um, our Nigerian financial institutions of help to the industry? Hmm. It's tricky. Because I like, I like a manager in a bank. Mm. So, I can't really speak bad of the bank. That <laughs> <laughs> I do like. You know, he talks to me kindly. Maybe you tell me behind camera. So but I yeah, can. the financial institution sucks. Sucks, yeah. yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It's, it's not entirely built for big. Like the big question I keep asking: how many, how many small businesses in Nigeria make it to big businesses? Mm. What's the percentage? How many do you know? I mean, we're here right now. How many small businesses do you know have scaled to big businesses? And big business the example of big businesses like MTN. Yeah. That's a real question. Right. The, the 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 financial system. In Nigeria, it's not entirely built to aid you to scale as fast. Because for you to access funding and loans, the bureaucracy, and sometimes they ask you for stuff that you don't entirely have. have. You know, do you have um, collateral and stuff like that? Some of us are just young and trying to make sure that I like. And 
I think I think the what's it called? The financial system needs to get to a point where they have maybe credit score where you can actually evaluate someone's credibility to take a certain amount of loan without collateral. GTB has done that, but you know, GTB has done that so far, but then again it's like it's like, you know, a whole lot more needs to be done because the maximum you can cash on GTB is like five million without that. But five million is not a whole lot of money. It's not it's not it's not big, big money. money for you to scale a business. You can just so and they, a lot of them don't even give you moratorium to work with the money before you and start. And the paying interest back. rate? The interest rate is fair, but the moratorium is is, is sucks. sucks. How, how do you how do you give a growing business funding and begin to charge them already that same month to start paying back? Oh wow. I mean where where's the room to grow or scale? So you're entirely just if you don't know what you're doing or your business is not entirely turning then over great, then you're just running a rat race. A yeah. rat race. Mm-hmm. You feel so the financial system sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Sorry, but yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, have you been able to get things from the bank? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the maximum that could be actually be and shout out to GTB. They do their best. We then again you have to understand the people in the country too, a lot of people are not credible. Some people mm. take loans and never entirely yeah, just pay back. You feel so the banks are taking a whole lot of risk. Let's just talk about the money they are they're probably losing for loan defaulters and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, we've gotten uh, we've gotten we've gotten loans from GT Bank and it was it was stress free. Shout out like It was stress free. Yeah, I mean was you great. Didn't, you didn't have to bring um No, I didn't have to bring my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to bring my father or my mother <laughs> or good. one house like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know that young and growing entrepreneurs to talk about um, angel investors. Yeah. Do you have angel investors? Right now right now on a small scale. Okay. You do? Yeah, on a small scale. I mean on a, on, a, on, a, on a small scale, yes, we have short term, right. and you know about it, you know. Sh- okay, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for the scale which we are entirely looking at, you feel? Because, you know, there's a stage in business where you're guessing initially, and, you know, you're just trying to find out how this works, how that works. And at the stage we are right now, we, we entirely understand the path to growth. Right. And now it all you know, depends. Now what we're looking for is entirely like that kind of funding that you know accelerate growth and the speed to get to where entirely yeah. instead of bootstrapping, making and investing back into the business, that kind of you don't scale as fast. Right. You know? Because at this stage of business you can do like a two thousand percent growth in a year. How many how many um units do you say in one year? In a year that's a whole lot of units. Okay, in a in a month whew, we could do like because we sell a couple of things, sometimes it's cheap. We could do like maybe sometimes 2,000, close to 3,000 right now, mm. units. Right. Every month? Every month. That's every cool. month. Every month. And again, like, there are still markets we haven't entirely tapped in. The whole idea is to actually dominate Africa. Right. You fail. You already um, have um, a store in Lagos, a store in Ghana. Ghana. Which one do you think, which, which market do you mm. think um, embraces um, crops the more? So far, so far, to be honest, I would say think in Nigeria is a very big market. Mm. You're looking at close to 200 million people, that's right. or more because I mean, census is not that. And yeah. let's let's forget so about the system, yeah, 260. But I mean, like, there's a whole lot more people here. But the vibe is something that 
Yeah, pretty much book market, but I think right now, based on the fact, you know, like I said, scale, we're not entirely yeah. putting pressure as much as we can on, you know, trying to develop the Ghana market and stuff like that. So it's pretty much growing. You feel? I, I just think that, you know, the next six months, we're looking at actually really investing in the market and actually really scaling as much as we're doing in Nigeria. Nigeria. But... What I know is there's a whole lot more potential. There's a whole lot more potential in any market because we do that sometimes. You know, target some market that we're not entirely in, like Tanzania, just to see their reaction. Or you have something in Tanzania? We just test it. Like, okay. you know, sometimes we just create an art just to see how people in Tanzania can react to, you know, what we do. Right. And it's great. It's yeah. great. It's great. Um, seeing that Crocs is much more than a clothing line. Yeah. You are a creative mind with creative minds working and creating with you. Yeah. How did you manage this? Uh, how did you manage to survive the lockdown? The lockdown. Goddamn. It was. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the lockdown was financially strenuous, mm. but emotionally it was a recovering period. Fine. Because entirely. For years now, it, you know, I haven't entirely stopped working. Do you get? So at that period, it was like more of a moment to actually, you know, just calm down and really reflect. It was bad initially, like, you know, the depression. Oh, God, I can't go. I can't do what I'm supposed to do. You can't even do what you love. But at the end of the day, it kind of provided room to be like, you know, okay, what have we done? You okay. know, what, next? what can we do better? You feel it was like... You know, you, you know how it works. You're building a house from the inside, so you're always in, mm. and never really step out to look at the building. Okay, this building fresh. Do you understand? You never really do that. So, during the lockdown was like the period to actually step out of the building mm. and look at the building and be like, okay, this window is not entirely fine. We need to, you know, adjust here, adjust here yeah. in the business and stuff like that. I mean, that's the that's what the lockdown did. But financially, yeah. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard to make you money. Jiggy, because the life of a business is the, is the finance. And based on the fact that we bootstrapping, you feel. And we had a couple of loans hanging, and we mm. didn't want to entirely disappoint and stuff like that. So wow. it was some difficult conversations, but a lot of understanding people. Uh, if you have, uh, do you have, at that time, mm. were you supposed to pay certain loans to the bank? No, the bank is cool. GTB is cool. They gave us um They gave you something. Some monitorium, yeah. Oh that's great. That's great. That was yeah. very thoughtful. When I saw the news, I was like, oh okay, yeah, you guys are cool. For people listening now who have dreams of starting a fashion business, how will you advise them? Shit, I would say do things. Mm. You feel like don't even listen to me though. You feel <laughs> <laughs> Because just do it. Just not not just do, just do it. Make sure that. To be honest with you. To be honest with you, I think I think the dream is materialized by people that never entirely really stop. Mm. At some point, when you're building a business, it becomes it's more than how good you are, or more than more of your convictions and your belief that. What you're building is entirely, or Good. your ideas are entirely valid. valid. Yeah. You feel, and you entirely believe that shit. Do you understand? And my part can be the same. I can only tell you, make smarter decisions. You know, but initially when you're starting, experiment. Mm-hmm. You feel like 
the whole idea of our society we entirely forced to entirely be successful almost immediately Takes time. It, yeah, it takes time. Do you understand? So that puts a whole lot of pressure even our generation to to show workings. Mm. <laughs> Do you understand? To show workings that you're doing something. But at, at the end of the day, everything great takes time. So you being patient enough to experiment and try to actually, you know, test a whole lot of waters, then narrow down and be like, Okay, I'm really good at this. Then actually really, you know, working with people that believe, you know, in the and you can't be selfish with the dream. Mm. It's is entirely, you know, you work okay. with people that you know have the, the mind. Same, actually, um, they're going to they're going towards the same, same direction. direction as you. You know, like right now the team is filled with dreamers, mm. like, which is which is. How big is the dream? Big enough to big enough to influence. Our generation and next in some in some way. I mean, right now, just seeing the the experience of people that come to you know shop from us and how they feel about the brand, it's so amazing. It, it's it's more like you know we are all in a community mm. that entirely you know allows you to be you. Do you get? I mean, you know, I was talking to my friend one time. It's easy to say you want to build a fashion business, but for us entirely, I think it has more from just building a fashion business than creating an environment where you can entirely be you. And fashion is a medium for you to express yourself. Express yourself. And a lot of people express it if you notice in the brand in different ways. You have like modest photographers that are doing insane stuff right. independently and still, you know, working with the brand. It's amazing, you know. It's it's really amazing, I, and I think, and I think the message of inclusion because Nigeria is really way way backwards with our mentality and stuff yeah. like that. And a lot of people need to be included in the conversation on how our next, you know, generation, generation is gonna live yeah. to be accepted, basically, because our ideology sometimes giving to our parents and passing them on to us. And we just accepting that and without questioning. Without them. questioning a lot of things. It's just it's just insane. What kills dream in Nigeria? What kills dream in Nigeria almost everything kills dream in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the government kills dream in Nigeria the the lack of but you know the cool part about things that kill dreams in Nigeria is the fact that it's a hard problem to solve. And where there's a hmm. hard problem to solve there's big money. Hmm. The harder the problem, the 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 bigger the, money. the profitability. Because then again, profitability, that's the word. Yeah, if you solve a big problem smartly, then because I I hate to look at Nigeria or Africa like oh that that place is such a big problem, but in the sense of like if you look at back then maybe nineteen or or whatever year that was, there were big problems <laughs> in the United States. You know, hmm. people like Tom Ford. People that built the railway, the railway that yeah. transported um, Standard Oil, that's Rockefeller's oil. You know, these are people that answer the big problem, the big, you know. So just take advantage of the problem. Just take advantage of it in create entirely. A, a create solution a system, and also that works. Yeah, basically. If I give you one minute, mm-hmm. just of, or a few minutes. Yeah. What is this you want people to know with your business about mm-hmm. your business that mm-hmm. we haven't covered? That we haven't. I think every every. One minute would be, I think. No, a few minutes. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, it. one minute is entirely. <laughs> I think everything about us is entirely 
being demonstrated on some on some way but the thing is that more about the people you feel at the stage we are we, we just we're just dreaming and you know walking towards that dream it's not in the sense of like we're just a bunch of dreamers mm. trying to create an imagination because you know i talk to my friends and i tell them like you know I, I hate to reference religion. I'm sorry. Just, just no, it's fine. All right, I would try to reference religion. You know, when God created us, first of all, God had an imagination. Mm. I mean, we can talk about religion, right? Yeah, we can. Yeah, you know, God had an imagination. Then in seventies, He materialized His imagination mm-hmm. and created you, me, fishes, lions. I think I took a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe a whole lot more time. You yeah. feel? Yeah. So. I mean, and he said, you are God-like. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. You're like me. Be like me. Yeah. You feel? So, God created birds, we created planes. Hmm. You feel? So, he has given you the capacity to imagine to and materialize them. And basically, I think me and my team, we're just trying to be God-like. Okay. That's yes. so Kanye West-ish. Is it? Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're just trying to be like, be like God's in our own fair, trying to create and materialize. We're just trying to be like God's children. God's children, just God's children doing what God likes, I guess. Being like God, being God-like by creating stuff. I don't know about being like God, though. No, I I didn't say being like God. I mean, mean doing what God likes. Yeah, God likes. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. God should be into fashion. I, I'm sure he is. He yeah. created all these beautiful he things. He must be dripping. He is. He, dri- yeah. he drips God hard. Must have more drips. <laughs> Thank you very, very much, yeah. Daniel, for coming. Yeah. I really appreciate that you're here. And the conversation has been very, very insightful. I'm sure a lot of people are listening and they are learning a few, many things. It's not yeah, just a couple, few, yeah. a couple of things. And I think that everything that we've talked about here. Uh, you can find something that works for you. Basically. This is it on Memoir of a Ninja Girl. Follow me on Instagram at helen.love.23 and share, comment, like, and follow. Thank you and God bless you.